Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday, and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall, and... When I think about the holidays, I think about getting together with family, beloved family, and in all of the years that we have been doing this show, I, I've come to think of 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 you three because Kennedy and Cass are are, are both here uh, as family. You guys are like those estranged uncles that I have to see at prescribed periods <laughs> throughout the year. At eight o'clock um, on Sunday on December third yes yeah we are we're recording this late after on a Sunday hour. after hours Cass has been drinking and watching football all day Augie's oh, been whoa, whoa, microdosing no. for a month <laughs> Kennedy I think is getting loopy on uh on on cough syrup and uh you know I've I've been at a a, a family birthday party all day at a local amusement park so I am well not local no, not yeah, local as in it's in the same state, but I felt like I needed my passport to go that far south in Jersey. When you so thieves at home, uh, we so John got complicated for getting this done, and and conveniently, our featured guest accomplice today, Miguel Rivas, knows the show's been on. You guys all know him as the beer checker. Say hi, Miguel, and then we'll finish this story, but um. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, good. Then we can hear him. Um, but so knowing we know him and knowing it would just be more fun with all of us, Kennedy, and we we're like, hey, Kennedy, see if he can do it later in the day. So we push this out. And at five, I didn't know where John was in the world, and I'm still not exactly sure. But at five, he said a text. He said, sorry, guys, I'm still here. I don't think I'll be home by seven. And since I knew you were in Jersey, I was like, where could he be? And then comes the the estimate from, I guess it was Waze. Um, yeah. An hour and 40 minutes of travel home. I was like, oh, you poor guy. From storybook land. Mm. It is, it's apparently been around since the 50s. It's a fun little, uh, it's a fun little thing. And it was actually very nice. It was, it's rainy in Jersey today. So it was fairly empty. Uh, the whole place is foggy. Uh, you know, they, they have like little rides for little kids. And it was a family birthday party. And I was, I was happy to be there for that. But that, that, hour 45 minute ride home is it's brutal man <laughs> so right, but i'm, well, I'm glad to be of, here in the embrace of my weird uncles were there beers served <laughs> no this is not that kind of park uh, it um, sucks yeah so you know pocket flask nice the pocket whiskey <laughs> luke bryson my my sherpa my mentor my savior <laughs> 
was passing you pocket whiskeys in the la- the enchanted land. <laughs> well, he just Oz. he just tells me how to do it, you know, and it's uh, yeah. All right, so Miguel, uh, is this your third time on the show, or is it four? It's my no, it's my second time as a guest, but I have been present in some right. recordings. Cool. Okay, that makes sense. I was trying to place it. When was the last one? Because so we're coming into our Christmas season, as you know, and this is when we tend to bring some people back. And and when Kennedy said, I've got Miguel coming back, I was like, oh, perfect. And I feel like you were here around the holiday, but I don't feel like it was last year. When's the last time? No, it was. uh, When was your actual show? Pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID, and we were at... uh, Treadwell Park. Yeah, exactly. That part in... Downtown Manhattan. Right. Oh, and actually, I remember that recording because we were over by the popcorn machine. We were at a weird table for us that day. All right. Got it. It's all checked out. Hey, so, by the way, speaking of Brook, uh, Brookfield Place, which is what you'd have to go through to get to Treadwell, I saw an Instagram post the other day, and Kennedy probably knows more about this, but Six Point is apparently opening up a tasting room there. Oh, did not know that. Why am I breaking? Well, you're too busy with the Hudson Valley, Miguel. Do you, you're you're in the the area, right? Did you know about that? Uh, I didn't know about that one, but I heard that there's another one in uh, in in Williamsburg, I think. Oh, geez, there's one near me in in downtown Brooklyn that is always empty. So I'm I'm concerned about these other ones that are popping up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they're like uh... pop-ups. The only one that I know is. In the in that mall thing in downtown Brooklyn. It's yeah, like that's what I'm talking about, Miguel. Yeah. In the in the food hall. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure this will be a similar business model because having worked in Brookfield Place for five or six years, the, I'm almost sure what you'd be talking about, Hall, would be put into that big food hall of Brookfield Place, right? Because I don't know. They're saying it's a 25 square foot outdoor beer garden in addition to, yeah, some other, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at the map right now, but it's not, it's not showing me where they're going to be. Anyway, I got distracted when I hear, yeah. Miguel, talk to me Year. I know you to be a traveler, a get arounder, a being in cool places, doing cool shit guy, taking beautiful pictures, blah, 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 doing all that shit. But somehow I must have liked something you did or something because for the last six or eight months, you've been one of those people that rises to the top of my algorithm feed. And it looks like you've been one, you've been on camera a lot more than I'm used to. I'm used to you being behind camera, but I've seen pictures of you doing things. But you've been like, in Europe, Spain, Chile, what have you catch us up? What have you been doing most recently? I guess go backwards in time from yesterday. <laughs> okay, well, um... where do we encompass it? <laughs> How far oh, back I'm do we want to go? Just gonna wait till I hear something that sounds most amazing and sink my teeth into that. But it looks like there's a lot of cool shit going on, so I don't want to pick. Well, for this you. this this year is uh, this year is almost over, so let's let's just go with this year because even this year on its own has been packed. So, um, yeah, like you mentioned, I've been uh, in Spain quite often. Uh, actually, I kind of lived half of the year in, in Spain, like coming and going, but my year started going down to the south of Spain, to Andalusia. And I was working with the, the folks from Drefontaine in Belgium. So, you know, they have this uh, these beers they made called uh, Sen en Frontera, uh, which is a project they started over 10 years ago and what they do is they put some of their lambics in the Jerez barrels, cherry barrels 
to mm -hmm. age there. Part of the part of the aging is done in those barrels. Uh, so they've been going down there every I don't know how many years to go and meet the families, the producers of Perez and 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 buy their barrels. So this year they they looked me up and we spoke and uh, so I went with them to uh, to document that trip. So we were there for like wow. three four days. So that was a good start of the year, and then from there it was just like a lot of work. Uh, I, I've been twice this year to the Czech Republic. I was hired also by the Ministry of Agriculture of the Czech Republic to go and document a program that they have where they bring brewers from the United States and Canada so they can go and check out, you know, the breweries, facilities, meet the, the hop growers, the malt, uh, the malting facilities, breweries, um, manufacturing companies in the hopes that, you know, they can or do some some business, you know, that American, you, uh, North American breweries uh, buy equipment and, and products from, from the Czech Republic. Cool. Were any of our common friends there when you were there doing that? Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys know um, Ashley from Beerstad. And oh, yeah. Denver. I actually know about that trip. She and I drank a couple of beers. I thought about that. That sounded insane. So that's when you were there. That's awesome. Yeah, so Ashley was on the trip. Uh, Zach from uh, uh, Box Farm oh, was cool. also there. Uh, Moxie from um, St. Louis. Uh, Jonathan Moxie was there. Yeah, uh, yeah Rockwell was, uh, beer. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a bunch of people that I knew, and then it's a lot of the the Canadian brewers I didn't I didn't know, but I got to meet a lot of those folks too. So yeah, it was a, it was a pretty amazing trip. I gotta say. So it sounds it. So what else? Those are, those are two. I, I, so I love the idea of going barrel selecting with anybody from G Fontaine, right? That's, that's gotta be kind of rock starry. How was, uh, how was the, the Sherry region? The, is it the Yarez? Am I, is that right? Um, Jerez. in Spain. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, um, well, I was pretty, do they have, do they have any great beers down there? Do you just drink, drink what's being poured and have a lot of fino shrimp and and yeah. hams we didn't like the beer you drink down there is like their industrial lager is called uh, Al Campo, del, del Campo. Oh. uh so it's cool. just like a commercial lager but, but yeah the the wine it's uh pretty fantastic i was not very knowledgeable of those type of wines. So I had my master class in those four days and, you know, trying those and all the, with the families that produced them, it was pretty amazing. And it's a, it's a whole, wow. it's a whole other culture down there because it's, uh, that's what they do. And there's, you know, there's not many families now producing because, you know, people get old and then the elders die and the, the, the next generations, they don't want to deal with that. So, you know, it's kind of like, Whoever's not getting into the family business, then it's kind of like going away. Either they sell their bodegas to somebody else or somebody takes them over. But it's pretty amazing. It was a pretty amazing experience, I have to say. That that sounds wonderful. So what else? I've seen um I feel like I there's a pic there's an image of you that sticks out of my head of you basically hiking like up a hill somewhere, but I I, I know that that's useless information without context. <laughs> I just remember seeing you doing it and being like, unless oh, he only hiked hill. one hill Living this year, in which case, but it was, yeah. but it was like, it was what like, was an that hill, 
But it, it was like an LL Bean ad, I guess is what I'm saying. It was, it was like, well, you know, I, I, I mean, think I know what it was. It's like a Cape Verde color. I was uh... coming up, a rising, you know, coming, rising up a hill and, you know, dressed like he was, he was shooting for Maine. Anyway. So I spent also a month and a half in Brazil. And I think that's where that picture you were saying, because I went up to, they have this big statue of the Christ on top of the of a mountain over there. It's called Pan de Azúcar. Yep. So I went up there, and mm. so maybe that's uh, the pictures that you saw. And that's yeah, that trip to, to Brazil was amazing. Also, it was a country that I've been wanting to go for a while. So this year was the year, and I just you know made the best of it. Just not to go just for for a week or something. I went for a month and a half and just immerse myself in the country and travel inside the country and it was amazing it's uh there's a lot of things happening there that not a lot of people are hearing about and you know the, like what well like what like I, I call them after that trip i was i call them the the sleeping giants because also <laughs> that country is huge it's huge like we we i mean i've never been Oh, I had never been. So you read about it and you see it on maps and stuff. But until you're there, is that you can really see the magnitude of how big it is. It's almost as big as the United States. It's not around the, the same size uh, in area. Uh, and then, you know, they have so much things uh, in terms of like fruits and, you know, very unique things that are only there. And they have been using it. So while I was there, it coincided, uh, coincided with uh, they did their first wild beer festival. So they were trying to do something unique instead of just doing, you know, what everybody else in the world is doing. So they did this thing called the Manupueda project. And Manupueda is the um, yuca. Uh, I don't know the, the name in, in English for yuca. But you know what, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we call it yuca. Cassava. Cassava it's root. A, it's a starchy, yeah. it's a starchy root. Um, yeah, is the, the cassava. Isn't that the I one that called, you were obsessed with for a while, Augie? What was the one that like I you couldn't am. get enough I like, of? For I a like while. using it. Yarrow. Like yarrow. Using yarrow. It. Sorry. That's an herb. That's yeah, an herb. But yarrow's an herb. Yeah, no, but yuck using instead of um, tortillas for chips for guacamole. That's ah. that's one of my my tricks. Yeah. Exactly. You squeeze a little lemon on it. Yeah, and you can you can look it up. It's, got uh, good it's called cassava root. So they did uh, this yep. project where they got together with a bunch of the brewers who were, you know, looking into or they were already experimenting with, you know, wild beers. And they said they were going to do a beer using the cassava root, uh, either 100 percent just the cassava root uh, flour or a mix of grains and, and cassava. So they did those beers and they put them in a barrel for a year. And then, so they did all this last year to to bring them to the festival this year. So it was the first year of the first time them doing a, a wild beer festival. And a lot of the brewers who participated in that brought their beers. And I got to try a few. And it was interesting because it's a very interesting, if you have uh, tried it, Augie, then you know what I'm talking about. It's very uh, flavor specific. So imagine putting that yeah. into a beer, like a, uh, mixed fermentation or a spontaneous beer with using that it was uh it was interesting i'm gonna say that i'm not gonna say it was awful uh but there were some <laughs> beers that 
Well, it's you know, it's it's a beer. If you're gonna put it in barrel, it needs time. So they were aiming just to have it just in a year. And you know that sometimes you cannot plan and be like, okay, that beer is gonna be ready in a year. You know, the beer is ready when the beer is ready. So I think that yeah. a lot, uh, a few of the beers that I tried. I wonder. Yeah, go ahead. I wonder because when I picture the flavor, it you know, what I mean, it strikes me as a very light. You know, what I mean, like it's not throwing a lot. So more texture enough... than flavor. Like... Sorry, yeah, it's more texture than flavor. It's so I don't want to mess this up, but it strikes me as like pre-poi. You know, what I mean, it's that kind of. It's a little starchy. It's more about its crunch. It's it's as if it's as if what it's doing is flavoring the water it contains. So I imagine those beers would rely if there's enough sugar in there to metabolize to get to a real fermentation. I imagine it would be almost more like a seltzer spirit than like a beer that you were letting go wild. Does that check with what you experienced? Um, well, it, because it was also they were using either some of their like you know, house cultures and things like that, it, it, it will mix, you know, it was like a blend of, of flavors in there, but it was very interesting. And just the fact, again, that they were trying to do something that hasn't been done. And, and again, instead of using like, they were, so the, the premise for that is what ingredient can we use that is endemic to, to where we are? So we're not going to use corn because corn is not very really endemic from here. That's more from like Mexico. Or, you know, we don't want to do just regular malt because that's what they do in, you know, in Belgium, all the, the lamb producers. So what can we do this more endemic to here? So they chose uh, that route. So it was a, a, a mix yeah. of, of the ingredients. But again, the whole, the whole pro, uh, process and the, the idea that they had was, was pretty cool. And I told them, look, this is a, a good starting point. And maybe those years in, in another year, will be even better if, if they're in the barrels because you just have to let them develop whatever that's going to do, you know, because if the barrels have bread, then you're also throwing that in the mix. So, you know, it needs time. And I thought that I told him, I think a year is very early, especially if you're experimenting with something. And again, it's the first time you're doing it. So you're going to have to do a lot of trial and error, but it was very interesting. And then I also yeah. went to brew. And, and it's fun to see really good beers. Yeah. And it's fun to yeah. see, you know, experimentation where it goes. Anyway, so you know the rules here, and you know we I've we've enjoyed talking about this too long because we got to get to beer one. What brings us together on Steal the Spears, a candid conversation of beer? What it is, not what we thought it would be. What it's doing, not what we did to get it. And how it tastes, not what Brian can trade it for on the dark web. Um, to facilitate this the dark web, out of place you can this. trade, it's the only place you can trade right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, to facilitate this, we blind out of opaque black glasses. Does Miguel have the beer? Yeah, Miguel has the beer. Yeah, Miguel, did you get one. beers from Kennedy? One, cool, cool. one and, and two. Does Cass have any? No. So be drinking one at this point. Um, and Hall, you obviously got it, right? Oh, yeah. So we're drinking so one. I'm, drink I'm in a super. We no, are we're in the middle yeah. of one. Um, so so I am in a super weird situation where the fridge I put these beers in yesterday morning apparently is broken. <laughs> um, so when I pulled them out half an hour ago to do the show, they are 
literally room temperature. Um, being a pro taster who is up to this job, I figured I'd be fine. And since I am wicked hungover from holiday parties last night anyway, I knew I wasn't going to be crushing 16 ounces. So I, I thought I could wrap my head around it critically and fairly in spite of its 68 degree serving temp. That being said, I'm almost happier it happened that way for beer one. Beer one is this gorgeous, clean, small, grassy pilsner. Yeah. Um, grassy. Yeah. It's, it's got that rusticness to it that I yeah. talk about with uh, uh, like small grains. Like, you know, yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like you could taste the, the endosperm sprout. Yes. Um, but whatever hops are with it are doing a great kind of classic pilsnery spicy grassy thing and since i am going to limit myself to you know a glass of this let's call it a four ounce pour oh i think it's right where it wants to be to see you know what i mean like ice cold i think this would be super refreshing and a lot of fun to drink but i'm i can feel comfortable that there's not a lot of flaws in this beer because it drinks like a tight pilsner at 70 degrees you know what i mean so Whoever made this one, and you know, I you know I try to be completely good about my job and never guess what Kennedy's doing, but I feel like this time of year Kennedy pulls out classics. So I kind of expected this to be a celebration or something when I poured it. Yeah. I'm very happy it's this. But if it turns out to be, you know, if it turns out to be somebody we know and love making a so here's the thing. You brought up, um, Miguel, you brought up Ashley before. It's not that kind of Pilsner, right? It's not technically perfect. It's kind of more, um, I want to say like French countryside Pilsner tasting. You know what I mean? It's not like. Well, I think the, how, how John described it, rustic. It has that yeah, rustic yeah. element. Yeah. But I like it a lot. And, yes. and at this temperature, it's, it's not throwing any flaw which, you know, is as nice as a thing I can say about anybody's beer. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with what, that. Yeah, what else what else are you getting, Miguel? What else what what else is tickling you about this beer? Um Yeah, I got also the the grassiness. Uh it's very it's very dry. I like that. It's it's dry and um floral. Getting a, a the floral, it's it's working, it's rounding it up, so wonder what kind of noble hops they use yeah. but there's some also some spikes in there of a little bit of i'm getting a little bit of like citrusy yeah that's yeah like like a bergamot citrusy, like a, like a bitter orange peel kind of thing it's a great beer uh hall you didn't really get to talk although i heard you concur with me and do your rustic thing which i 100 percent see yeah this any, is any more notes from you no, it, it that that bergamot thing I I'm I'm gonna go along with uh, as well. This is one of those beers where, after a day, out in the world, this is maybe not the one that Surrounded I've been drinking normally having as my first beer at eight o'clock on a on a Sunday evening. You know, I might be going into something more dark or contemplative or sort of. But man, this is just sort of this this is that reward at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like a reward. Yeah. And it's nice that 
uh, I'm dreading beer two because you know Kenny likes to here comes, set us up and, here and knock comes us the down. Justin. <laughs> All yeah. right. So this I'm glad you guys like this beer because this, if you this like guy, it, I... this guy is nice and clean and, and easy to like. <laughs> now he, now here's a guy. Yeah. If you if you didn't like this beer, uh there would be some bad uh vibes going on. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh no. This what is from Seed. This is their house logger, as simple as home. So, wait, uh, who's it by? Who's it the by? Seed. The, the seed. seed. Oh, we had them on last week. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Hale, Keller Land Beer brewed with Rabbit Hill Farms Pilsner Malt. There it is. Up with goes. Cascade and Tetning, uh, and fermented with preferred house logger yeast blend. Tetning, nice um, man. Hey, Justin, how'd you one get more this time. fucking beer, Justin? Yeah, uh, how did you from, get it? I got it from Beer Witch in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, we love Beer Witch. We guys love are missing Beer the seed drops in the city. What's the day code on the bottom of that can? <laughs> well, it's all wrapped in aluminum, so I, I couldn't. Uh, well, you guys, there's there's on, three of you. I think Hall unwrapped his. I haven't I unwrapped mine. Hang on, hang on. Can oh. on. Uh... It's got to be pretty fresh. They don't have old beer at Beer Witch, so. So it was the thirtieth of some month. But the oh damn the date is right on the uh, the lower ring of the can. Ugh, hold on, I'll and I still I still have mine. beer in mine. The ca- the cast can this, of course. Uh, August thirtieth. August. Oh 30th. wow! All right. And then what does it lager? say? It's a lager, y'all. Yeah, that's perfect for a lager, dude. Don't yeah, stress that. I'm not stressing. I'm just curious. I got seed beer that's older than that in my fridge. I know it's going to hold up. Got seed <sighs> beer older than his children's. <laughs> that there's a lot of beers I have older than my beers. children in the fridge. Yeah. Well, hey, shout out. To uh, Sean. Good job, Sean and Amanda. I mean, and Hillary. And and Hillary. Well, always it's funny. Hall, yeah. Hall, you you like it's it's at some point you're going to have to commit to it being Hillary's malts when you get when you get it because. I think that's the second. But or third it's not time. just hers. I've had this conversation no, but, but with Hillary saying, at the malt. No, conference. I know. But what I'm saying is, you have nailed Hillary malts a couple times, and I, who use Hillary malts, haven't. So yeah, I think you got to own that. Good job. Yeah, it's it tastes it 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 tastes like home. But Justin, good. one more God, thing about good, the name of this brewers. beer. There's a question mark at the end of it. There so is a question mark at the end. Of as wait, simple what? as home. As simple as home. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Ask it in a physical yeah, nature. Up. You got to go up. Home? As simple as home? The is it like a boardwalk or something on the on the label. I can't. Oh, it's like, no, it's like a it's like a swamp trail, like a like yeah. a preserve trail. That's how nature is in Jersey. That's how nature is in Jersey. We we <laughs> try to pave over everything for ease of human access. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think we don't want to. I think, I think that wanna, path know. would be to preserve the marsh grasses underneath, right? Probably. Yes, I think that's a preservationist path. Yeah. Um. Now that you've made me get up oh, out of my chair, and it's, walk it's a, over it's to a, my it's a, it's a, it's a photo, and they actually give the photographer credit on the label. I like that. They always do. Miguel? No. No. <laughs> that that would Miguel? be good. Miguel's been to the seed. I have I been. Oh, no, but it's uh, it's Amanda. You know, they they take pretty amazing photos. On their own, besides of making amazing beers, uh, Sean takes really good pictures, and so does Amanda. So yeah. they don't need uh, to be hiring me or any photographer mm-hmm. to 
to be doing their their pictures. I went down there a few years ago uh, to visit them, and it, the place is spectacular. It's right down by you know it's very close to to uh, what's the, that area? The world's Atlantic best clam City. pizza. The world's best yeah. clam pizza. Degeneracy. White House subs. And wow. no, it's, by the uh, way, no shit. They have good tacos. White House. Last time I was down there, I ate tacos with them, and it was fucking good tacos. Uh, you ate tacos at White House Subs? No, at the Seed. Oh, I don't go to White House Subs. I'm not. I'm not part of that tribe. I like a White House Sub. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not my sub. No, but it's um, it's a helpful sub when you're in your early twenties and nearly broke, and you need something to eat as you're driving all the way back up the Parkway. Two hours. Yeah. Well, it's it's not two hours since the sixty-five mile an hour speed limit. Um, that was like the greatest improvement in Jersey quality of life was when they let me when they made my trip to Atlantic City half an hour faster by raising the speed limit to sixty-five. I, I have um, a hard time believing that you were paying attention to that anyway, but yeah. No, I'm 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 one of those guys. I'm very strict that I drive basically fourteen miles over what's posted. So that's the difference between 69 and 79 for a 70 mile trip. Okay. It's um, just math. I mean, that's, that's just how math works. It's just all. math. So yeah. Miguel, it's funny. You've actually been dabbling where I wanted to go. So we know you to be a photographer, like, you know, shooting pro photographer, but I thought last time we talked, you were kind of branching out into more beer stuff, like judging contests and stuff. And as before we went to beer one, you're talking about kind of being involved in that, that Brazilian experimentation process and talking to them about that. Um, as you know, as things have progressed, are you more exclusively shooting or are you more expanding into the, the, I don't know, the bigger picture of beer? Well, I mean, it's been 10 years that I've been doing this. So yeah, I've had to branch out and not that I had to, actually it had happened organically. Um, because, you know, as we spoke briefly on the first time I was in your show, I mean, I started this pretty much as a hobby. Uh, I was a stay at home dad full time for my two daughters and I just needed to do something creative not go crazy at home all day with, uh, with the girls. But, uh, after a few years of doing this and, you know, creating and cultivating a, a big network worldwide, things started to branch out. So. I'm going to say six years ago, I started judging competitions, mostly in Latin America and in Europe. But uh, yeah, I've been judging in competitions. And that was something that it was in, also just happened. I was actually hired by the competition to, to be a photographer, to document this. This was in Costa Rica six years ago, 2017. And one of the judges, uh, I think it was Peter Bucard, uh was was down there judging as well and he got sick i guess he drank or ate something and he got sick so the the first day of judging he couldn't he couldn't sit down at the table so there were down one judge and one big judge so my friend <laughs> who who organizes the competition he and you happen to be a very large human well i just happened to to be there <laughs> and 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 my friend knows that you know i have uh uh Palette, let's call it that, because I've been around beer for, for a long time and I've traveled a lot and tried a lot of styles worldwide. So he asked me, and at the beginning of us, I was a little, 
reluctant because you know everybody who was there was it was a Cicerone or BJCP and I have none of or those Peter certifications. Yeah. Um, or Peter Rucard. But yeah, and, and I say, well, I mean, I can try it, and I did. And and after a few a few rounds on the table in a couple of days, I was like, you know what, this is you know this is kind of fun. And then after that, I started more to take it a little more serious and educating myself, reading about it, and you know going through through the guide and and seeing all the styles and try them. And whenever I was traveling, try to make it a point to, you know, I went to Bamberg, so of course you're gonna try all the the Rausch beers over there. Yeah, and you know getting educating myself in, in styles and reading and doing things like that. So, yeah. And then after a few years and after a handful of competitions, then you get some confidence and yeah. So yeah. that's another thing that's that awesome. I've been doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So we're actually, we're fine here, but we got to get to beer too, because we're running out of time. I was going to say, um, speaking, speaking of styles, I don't quite know where to put whatever this is that we're drinking right now. It's woody, right? It's sweet. It's it's woody. It's it's very but it's, sweet. But it's sweet in a very weird way. It's not like sugary sweet. It's like because the beer feels fine on my tongue, but you're right. Like the aromatics are sugar aromatics, but it's not sweet. Like like I would never say any of the cloying synonyms here. You know what no, I mean? Because it's, it's not, not like it's not like sweet on my tongue, but everything about it smells. And I mean, like retronasally, like in my head, when I exhale, it's, I don't know, it's, you know, when I fuck around with a Belgian and use like pomegranate molasses instead of beet sugar, sure. it's like something Stainless. like that. Like some, it's like somebody used some, I don't know, like, like a weird molasses type thing or some sugar that was you know what it, what it smells like to me? I haven't tried it. Go, Just go. the smell. It's uh, remember those um, the Nesquik uh, uh, flavored milks. Yeah. Okay. Which one? One the one with strawberry. Okay. Interesting. I like that smell note because yeah, like I said, it smells super sweet. But drink it, Miguel. Let it let it really oh, yeah. get on your. And palate. it also you know I mean? and it also <laughs> tastes like that too. It's like mm. very sweet. See, I. See, I don't think it feels sweet. I know what you're saying, but there's like a burnt edge to it. It's like, well, yeah, it's also like, it's like uh, when you when you burn the the sugar on the creme brulee, right, right, kind of thing. exactly that kind of note. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little, a little, a little burnt. scorched, but not, but not a bad that way. Like, like, it. yeah, I... what? But you know what I mean? Like, like so, it's not offensive. But it's, I'm getting but a it's, very particular aroma off of this, though. Think about we. Well, you were talking about sherry earlier, Miguel. Think about like Pedro Jimenez or something like that, where oh no no no, it's so, no no. But what I'm this. saying is, it's uh -huh. so concentrated, the barrels throw off mm. those kind of burnt fruit flavors. And you think and this was in barrels? No, no. Well, it tastes woody to me. The whole beer feels like it has wood tannin to it. Like I said, so what's what's confusing me about this beer is not its aromatics. It's that on the palate, it feels thinner than the aromas suggest. It's got that burnt sugar edge, and it's got a tannic structure. Like, it's, it's like wood tannin all over it. But, okay. but it's, like, way too thin to be anybody's breakfast stout. You know what I mean? It's way too... Yeah, no, it doesn't have that roasty quality. 
uh, to it. How, oh, just how... just by color, you can. It's not a style. Well, we we don't see the color. We're oh. in the black glasses. Uh so <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't. I, I was not. not allowed, you that, know so this I have, show. I have You're not allowed to been on this show. Come on. <laughs> you know this show. Um, you know we don't see it. The okay, it looks well. black to me. <laughs> in my so, in my fancy black wine glass. Go on, Johnny. Go. I have a I have a weird note that I'm trying to get past um, because I don't think that it's a flaw, but it's coming out that way in my mind. But I was getting a lot of butterscotch early on on this, and I'm trying to convince myself that it's not diacetyl. It's not diacetyl. Because, it's not well, diacetyl. Because I, I, I'm aware. I'm just okay. trying to convince myself uh, with each new sip because it's not showing in that slickness on the palate. It's not showing. Right. It. But in my mind, that butterscotch. I'm having a tough time getting past that aroma, but when I do, it's lovely and it's, and it's yeah. nice. And it's that woodiness and that sherryness and everything else so that you guys are saying. But for me I'm, on the palate, the dominant yeah. is this butterscotch type thing that is yeah, that's diastole fine, adjacent. Though. That's in, that burnt yeah. sugar thing I'm getting too. Like you could say toffee, you could even say, eh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I know what you're saying, but the thing is, Texturally, it really just ends on that wood tannin thing to me. Yeah. And if there's any diacetyl, that would. No, I get it. Completely I'm just saying that, that butterscotchy thing for me is. Yeah. It's just distracting. I'll meet you at toffee. I'll meet you at toffee, which is which is just some, a more burnt caramel. Yeah. Caramel. Even. But not of grains about... either. Not like not like. No, no, it's not more like, like amber um... ale caramels. You know what I mean? Like like caramel. Exactly. Stuff. Like sap tree, that uh, syrup yeah. that they make with the sap tree, maple. Is that what they do? Maple syrup? Yeah, I mean maybe, but it's. I usually think of maple beers as so thick. No, he's talking right? about like the 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 maple water before before it oh, gets yeah. turned turned into syrup. Like gets, yeah. I've so made one of those. That tasted like coconut to me when I was done brewing it. Yeah. Good for hangovers. I had to find an entire. You know how hard it was to get drums of maple water to brew with. Oh, got to go to Vermont. All right. Um, where are you drinking this, Sean Hall? Where are you drinking this, Miguel? I'm drinking this. I don't know. Now that you said syrup, maybe I'm having it with like a, a breakfast parfait, like a granola parfait. Oh, granola. Right, because that's what it's mapley. You know when you buy like granolas and they're supposed to taste like maple, or like a Quaker mm -hmm. instant oatmeal that's yeah, supposed yeah. to taste like maple. It tastes like that kind of maple. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm putting it. All Next right. time me and John wake up in a weird comfort inn and I have to zap a quick microwave packet of oatmeal to go with my Pedialyte so we can go on the air. Oh, you're totally having this beer. Yeah, so this yeah, is that beer. This is, this is a, a campfire kind of beer for like a, you know, like a cold night by the campfire. and just. I'd like want this little, midday like a at a campfire, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I like it. I the, get it. The, the other thing... I want you two to answer before they reveal it is what do you think the alcohol is? I have no guess. And you know, I always have a guess. I'm like, this thing's either just range. six. I'm this thing's either just six range, and nowhere it's gonna be, or, or it's, it's going to be 11 and a half. Yeah. Oh, fucking Kennedy. Uh, I will say more in the seven, seven and a half oh. range. It's, right. a, it's a little, after a few, after a few sips, it gets, uh, you can feel a little burnt. A little, little rosy yeah. cheek. Yeah. I yeah. Get it. A little, little, little shine. All right, Kennedy, my man, what did you give us? All right, this is a maple beer from Lawson oh. Kindness. They used to call it Maple Nipple. They now call it Mad maple River. Maple Nipple? Maple. What? Mad River Maple. It's 8%. It is oh. made with 
uh maple water um so sorry i got a baby crying in the background um i understand mad river glen ski it if you can yeah um you guys have all had this beer before, I'm sure, in some other form. They used to do it in little bottles. They, they used to do oh, it in bombers. Have, they used to do it in 22s. Like 22s. With, uh, yeah. All I'm right. Remembering so that correctly. Anyway. Well done, team. I just poured it out, and it is the color of maple syrup. Um, cool. Maple water. Right. Yeah, but it's the color of maple syrup. But the use oh, of maple water, cool that's, that's the intriguing part. What's that, babe? It's the intriguing part is that they use the maple water. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, probably not as big a pain in the probably. ass if you're actually in Vermont. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean <laughs> at all probably don't have the same issues that everybody else has. To get it so, down to me yeah. from Vermont. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Cool. So let's wrap this up. Do you have a letter, Kennedy, my man? Uh, I did, but I can't find it right now because my email's being weird and I got a a baby with 102 fever in my arm so justin why are you working justin uh well thanks for thanks for giving us your attention as far as you could miguel thanks for joining us dude um do you have a website or something where they can go see all these cool pictures of you i see on my facebook feed yeah uh thebeertrekker.com and that's the, the same handle for all my feeds facebook instagram so yeah just uh, right. look it up and always I'm... fun seeing those photos all right, Cass. There. Cass, He's tell them how to give us money and stars. Hey, that is patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, thank you all that kick us those ducats, especially around the holiday season here. Uh, and then follow us on all social medias. That's Instagram, maybe Twitter, and Afache Libro, steal this beer. What else am I? Oh, steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to write us yeah, letters. We need some letters. Yeah, we Can need we... those letters. And we need Justin to be able to find them with the sick baby in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, Joe. And hey, and our merch shop. Oh, don't forget the merch. Yeah. Um, stock stock that up. It's the don't holidays. Forget, Everybody wants to steal this beer. Sean throws in. Just don't forget all the stickers Sean throws in if you go holiday. I have um, so many carton stickers, I don't even know what to do with them. So Act now. And you get... indeed as well, right, John? For what? Defend Pilsner? Isn't that seeing... Season... I was talking about carton, carton brewing carton stickers. Carton stickers, man. Carton stickers. Oh, but yeah, no, let's talk... Let's... Johnny, 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 get your carton C&D. stickers here. Yeah. The illegal... Right, anyway. Anyway, you knuckleheads. Uh, when does this come out? We have tomorrow. Monday. We yeah, have... Tomorrow. It comes <laughs> out tomorrow. <laughs> it comes out right, tomorrow. So, well, then enjoy your holiday shopping season, and we will catch you next week for the holidays <laughs> next week. All right, y'all, get at us. Cheers. Cheers. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.